Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. Uh, you know, it's funny as I never listen to myself and um, I realize how fast I talk. So I'm going to try to slow it down a little bit. So today in the studio, we have Terry Belletto, who is the most amazing director of the Flagler County Free Clinic. And she is really somebody with a heart of gold. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Danielle. Thank you. That's so sweet. <laughs> Girl, you're awesome. Appreciate that. Oh, I appreciate that. So for people who haven't met you, um, tell them a little bit about yourself and, and how you came to be part of the free clinic. Well, um, I moved to Flagler County in 1990, and when I did, I got involved in um, hospice care and the nonprofit world more. What's your background? Are you a nurse? You're a nurse. Oh, right? no, no, no. I'm administrative completely, no clinical experience okay. here except working you know, in healthcare. Um, I was uh, director of volunteer services for a couple of hospice organizations over a 20-year period. Gotcha. And uh, just wanted a break from that. And old-fashioned way, a friend of mine uh, bowled with some board members from the free clinic. And when Faith Coleman's um, cancer, who was our original founder, her and Dr. John Kanakris, her cancer reoccurred. And they needed to hire somebody to keep the clinic going. So my friend called me. She said, you need to call them. They want to hire an executive director. And I said, no, 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 no. I, I don't have that experience. I can manage volunteers all day long. But I, and she said, just call, just call. I did. That was nine years ago, actually, October 14th. And I love it. And I just love being there. So a lot of people don't know, um, you know, because we do have new folks in town who've come you know, in the last five years. Can you give them a little history on the free clinic? Sure. Um, so the, the clinic was originally established in 2005. Um, <clears throat> and it was established by Faith Coleman, a nurse practitioner, uh, Dr. John Kanakris, who was our first medical physician in Flagler County. He came in the late 40s and he actually built our first three hospitals in our community. Um, Faith, when she was diagnosed with a cancer, she was uninsured, even though she worked in healthcare. And she was fortunate to be able to put the funds together to receive care. When she went into remission, she just saw that problem and said, I think we can do something about that. So she talked to Dr. John and to Dr. Don Alfonso, and they started the free clinic. I so, didn't know Dr. Alfonso was part of the initial yes. too. Um, Faith, he, you know, he's so modest, he yes. would never tell you that. You have to look into the history. Faith worked for his office. Oh, wow. So he was very instrumental in getting all the pieces together. Um, but at that time, they saw patients on a couple of Saturdays a month, walk-in bases, and they were seeing 50 and 60 patients each Saturday. So the need was huge. It was just overwhelming. Um, and so one of Faith's last wishes was to know the clinic could go on. And so our board got together and they hired me, and here we are today. We made a lot of changes as time went on. Um, one is that now we see a patients we see patients by appointment only. Now you could walk in, and if you have a real pressing need, and we have a physician there that day or a provider, we'll squeeze you in. But we're uh, um, appointment only now, which makes it a lot less chaotic. It also seems to provide like a sense of dignity, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm glad you said that because that's one of our goals. We want our patients to come just like they were in any doctor's office. They just don't get a bill at the end. And it does. They appreciate that. And they become really 
part of our team and what keeps us going. <laughs> they really do. So now we see patients by appointment uh, five days a week. Um, we, and this is, I think, the most important thing about our services, we have 60 volunteers. Every one of our providers are volunteers. That's incredible in the medical field. Amen. Every, we have 30 medical and dental providers that volunteer at our clinic each and every month. They, they set a schedule and they're there and we can schedule patients to see them. So when you started and you had a very limited number of, of physicians and providers, right? And then you've expanded to like some of the specialties. We do. We have, in fact, I made a little list because I always forget people. And then (laughs) they say, Hey, what about us? We have in the clinic right now, uh, orthopedic, Specialists, hematology, oncology, podiatry, uh, neurology, uh, diabetes specialists. We do eye care, and we are getting ready to kick off a huge dental care after the first of the year. That, so why is dental care so difficult for people in our community? It seems like such a great need. And if you call any dentist, like appointments are months out. They are. It's it, it's a very sad situation, I think. Um, and there's no – I mean, it's very expensive, first of all. And those people who have dental insurance, it helps a little bit. But dental is very expensive, and it's very physical work. Um, so there's really nothing. We were referring uh, dental patients to St. Augustine uh, to a federally qualified uh, health center that does dental, and they called us and told us to stop oh, no. because their waiting list was so long. Um, so we used this last couple of years. I've written a couple of grants, and we um, completely brand new equipment in one of our dental rooms, and I we just received another grant uh, from the Florida Association of Free Clinics um, of a hundred thousand dollars for our dental program. Oh yay! And I know we had Rebecca and you on early in the yes. spring. Yes, yes, <gasps> that's amazing. Yes, so we um, are using that money to outfit a second dental operatory with new equipment. Wow, the equipment we had was very old and used, and we hope that it'll help us recruit more volunteer um, dental professionals. Um, and just be able to take care of more people. But part of the grant is also allowing us to hire a dentist on a, what in medical we call per diem or as needed. So maybe 20 hours a week or 30 hours a week so that you we need can, your volume is that high. Oh gosh. Yes. Oh, we, we have at least in just our patients that are in the clinic, at least a hundred waiting. Oh my goodness. Right now it's, huge. And dental is like so critical to your health overall. Oh gosh, yes. You you can have infections of the heart, you can have all kinds of esophageal problems. I mean, we don't really realize how integral dental care is to our overall health. They just seem like teeth. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Cosmetic. Look how nice this looks. Right? Yeah, so we're excited about getting that's that all, So that's guaranteed January is when that's coming yes, in? Yes, yes. We're working very hard now. We have, we're so fortunate. We have a couple of retired dentists who have helped us decide what we need to purchase as far as the chair and the equipment, help us set up our lab so that like our medical care It'll be like a regular dentist office. So have you expanded inside of your your building? Is your footprint getting any bigger or is it kind of just the same? No, it's the same, but we are so fortunate. We have a 
a very nice uh, facility. In fact, I love that it was Dr. Kanakris's office. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it really is. We have five private exam rooms. We have a separate eye room. We have two dental rooms uh, now. All you need now is like a baby birthing room and you're, you're good to go. <laughs> no, we don't have that specialist yet, but maybe. Yeah. You'd be the only one in Flagler County who does. I know. That's sad. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. So, so what are some of the things that you guys have been like working on this year other than that? Anything special? Yes, we have actually. So, um, we, I don't know if the last time I was here, we had a chance to talk about this, but again, I'd like to make sure people know that, um, of course we have our 60 volunteers, but we have four paid staff members. Oh, I didn't know that either. So we have me full time. We have an office manager, Rosario Alfonso. We have a um, registered nurse, Abin Crandall, but Ra- Abin became certified as a diabetic educator in the last year. Um, so we have started diabetic education classes for our patients and our volunteers. Abin heads it up, but we have six other volunteers that take part and they each teach a class on diet, nutrition, the side effects, what to look for, medications. We have a volunteer pharmacist that comes in. She does a class on diabetic diabetic medication for them. So that's new. And we've done two of these series and uh, we're, we're trying to study it. So now the patients come back and they meet with Abin individually and he does a test that uh, measures their blood glucose over a 90-day period. And so we can track. To see if it's working. See if it's working and if it's doing better. And we give them really nice incentives to come, um, like the exercise uh, class. They get a pedometer and some Wow. We, uh, we do lunch every Every class we have lunch because that kind of creates some camaraderie amongst the people that are attending the class. So we make a lunch that is a diabetic crock pot lunch. So it's easy to make. It's easy to make. And we have a diabetic crock pot recipe book that we make them out. And at the last class, everybody gets a crock pot and the diabetic cookbook. Okay, I'm just going to sign up for the class anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one of our uh, new things this year. The other thing is we added um, a social worker to our staff, our fourth, Maria Thomas. She was a social worker uh, in the ER here at Advent for many years, and she was ready to kind of slow down um, and uh, didn't want to work full time. So she's with us three days a week, and that's been incredible what that's done because she can focus on some of those other issues that our patients deal with because they're all lower income. So food insecurity and housing insecurity. And, um, of course, we always encourage and help our patients if they can get medical insurance. We want them to do that because as good as we are, you're always better with medical insurance. And we're in that season where open enrollment is here, right? Yeah. So we, we notify through our electronic health record, all of our patients, it's open enrollment season coming up here. So here's what you need to do. And then Maria can help them sign up. And she's done a lot. She helps some patients uh, get Medicaid or disability if they're, you know, have a, a legitimate disability issue. So she just really expanded our service. Talk about our footprint, same size, but services are expanded. So that was, that was great. And the other, the last thing I'll tell you that we did. So pain management is something that we haven't had access to. They're just, I don't even know if there's a pain management clinic in Flagler County, to be honest with you. I don't either. But we 
did not have access to that for our patients. And we've picked up two new volunteers this year that I'm so proud of. One is a medical massage therapist. Wow. She comes in on Tuesday and Wednesday every week and does medical massage for our patients. And we have uh, an acupuncture physician um, who was trained in China, who is she's a do uh anyway but she's also does acupuncture so those two combined have created a kind of a pain management department for us that's really cool because when you think pain management you think oh boy she's giving him pills oh it's not even that it's this is like holistic absolutely yeah and that's why we can't we don't at the clinic we don't prescribe controlled substances anyway it's just one of the rules that we have to have so that we protect everybody yeah you know so yes this is a very holistic answer. So, I mean, you guys are doing like boutique services <laughs> at the Flagler County Offering Clinic. <laughs> but it's because of our volunteers. That's they amazing. come and they offer something. And, you know, I sit down with every single person that comes in and wants to volunteer. And we talk about what do you like to do? What do you bring? What are your skill sets? I never say we need this. You know, I need somebody to answer the phone on Tuesday. Can you do that? We don't do that. We say, what do you like to do? What would you be comfortable doing? And we find a need. And boom, it works. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back and talk about how you stay open. We'll be right back. Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should. Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm Joe Wright. Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039. I look forward to your call. 586-9039. So I wanted to come back to Pompos where I live, and they gave me the opportunity to work with them. What we're trying to do is really help provide more efficiency in how government officials are being able to see their data and so that they can also improve the type of um, decision-making. So welcome back to Lifeline. We're here with Terry Boletto, and we're talking about the boutique high-end services that are going on at the Flagler County Free Clinic, all courtesy <laughs> of volunteers. So, I mean, I know you're not paying these folks, but you do have some costs that you you have to do every year. What's what's a budget look like for you? Um, <clears throat> so we've increased as the years have gone by. Um, and when we do better in donations, we can add services. An example is this last year we added um interpretation service called genie so we when we have people that english isn't their first language we it's online but you see the person they're sitting in front of you and they're medical interpreters wow so they understand <laughs> medicine and they go back and forth so we just log on pick our um our language that we need and boom there they are and that helps in so many ways because you know people come in number one with a family member to interpret well they might not be as open to what's going on with the family member in the room right and the big second thing is you don't know how how good their interpretation is when it comes to medical information you can't be wrong exactly that's really helped and that cost us depending on how many minutes we use it's a $50 a month charge but then a dollar a minute so last month we have $500 was our bill for that 
but it's elevated our care greatly. And it's really a critical, I mean, because we have so many people who English is not their first language here. Absolutely. We use it almost daily um, at the clinic. So anyway, so we've increased our expenses in line with our donations. And in 2022, uh, it was our highest year of donations yet, and it was $354,000 we brought in, and we spent just over $300,000 in what we do. But we have to pay rent, electric. Um, our employees are all grant-funded, and then once we get rolling, we try our best to raise enough money to keep that going because, honestly, our four paid staff members are kind of what keeps the – the wheels on the track, you know, getting things going. You've done a great job organizing. I know you've made like all these improvements, like you've gone from like paper copies to digitizing things. And, and I mean, of course those cost money, right? Actually, we are so lucky. Um, our electronic health record, we get free. It's called Athena and um, they were offering it through our national association free of charge several years ago. So we, we joined in 2017 with that and we got right on now they still do it free but there's a waiting list so that doesn't cost us anything hallelujah <laughs> we do though have it expenses like every office you know right. their it's major you can't run without it anymore so we we hired an it company to manage that for us but um you know it's always a balancing we're here at the end of the year which is kind of the time that you kick into gear to try and raise funds to have be ready for uh the next year and we you know we celebrate when we get to the end of the year oh we did it we made you know and we had surplus a little <laughs> surplus money but january 1 it starts all over again isn't that just so much you're like oh man you got to do it all over again it's like the never-ending bills. <laughs> it is. It is. So we are um, a lot of grants, which is labor-intensive, you know, yeah. research and writing them and managing them. But it gets us where we need to be. And we're very lucky with private sector donors in Flagler County. Um, we went, you know, the whole pandemic time without any events. And now we're kicking into gear with some events. And events help us raise money, but they also – raise awareness and we have fun and you know it's just good uh again community building it's a morale booster too yeah, for your team I'm absolutely sure. absolutely so i know you have something super cool this month what is what's going on we do we um so we're doing our sixth <laughs> annual bewitching bash our halloween party uh we're having it at the community center the palm coast community center on saturday october 28th and it's uh uh, Carabas is catering it. We have lots of good dancing. We have a great <laughs> DJ and a costume contest, although costumes are not uh, mandatory. You can come without a costume. I don't wear a costume. You don't? I am not into costumes. But oh. I have a T-shirt that says, this is my costume. Um. <laughs> it's like This is like the one time you get to kick off it and just be like a kid again. <laughs> I know. I guess I'm just not that good at that. So oh. that's um, that's the end of this month. And then we're doing a casino night. Uh in November, November 18th at the Hammock Dunes Club, oh. um, which I'll tell you, I don't know if many of your listeners are aware of that Hammock Dunes has a philanthropic uh, organization called Hammock Dunes Cares. And they really have adopted us over the last few years. Um, always, you know, bringing new residents in to tour the clinic and Aww. encouraging donations. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, well, actually 2022 wasn't a couple of years ago. It was last year. Um, they did, they do a rally 
every year, and they raised $75,000 for us. So that was tremendous. So we're having our casino night there, one, to say thank you and have some fun, but anyone can, can attend that. Um, and those, you can uh, find out about tickets by calling the uh, clinic. Um, you can buy tickets from the Bash at Flagler Pharmacy in Flagler Beach. They have tickets there. Or you oh. can call the clinic Okay, or go on our website. If people want to come to the Halloween event, are tickets available the day of? They may be. They may be. If we sell out, um, we are about three quarters sold out right now. Already. So um, if we have tickets, absolutely. Um, but honestly, we're hoping we'll sell out so that we know, okay, we got this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then what about casino night? Uh, is, there, is there a maximum number of folks who could have? Um, there is, but it's, I think it's 200. I mean, it's substantial amount of, of of people and we really haven't kicked off our advertising for that yet, but it'll be on our website. We're just trying to get through the bash and then we'll go right into (laughs) the next one to the next one. But you know, the one event that I really want, and that's, this is a free event on Friday, December 1st, we have our annual holiday open house at the clinic. It's wonderful. And it is. It's a fun event. It is free. You can come in and see our clinic and see what we should really be proud. I am very proud of of what Flagler Free Clinic does in our community. So we invite people in. We have food. My husband is a musician. He <laughs> plays music. Um, and we just have a good time. And that's from 4 to 7 on Friday, December 1st. And it really, because of the building being so kind of like nostalgic, um, it has this wonderful like throwback feel to it. So it's just, <laughs> it's that wonderful like time of year to come and see you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, I know you have like all these amazing services. Um, can people who are not um, financially challenged, can they pay like a membership fee and come and see you guys? Are you guys at that point? No, we're not. <laughs> we're not yet. But we honestly, we are working on something. Um, we want to become a certified um, uh, medical home. Um, and if we can accomplish that, then we will be able to see people who have Medicaid, which is a big problem. There aren't Medicaid providers in our community. There just aren't. Yeah. Um, so they, our, our residents with Medicaid most times has to go, have to go out of the county. And a lot of times transportation is an issue. So we are working on a certification to be a patient-centered medical home. And that's going to take us two or three years, but but we're working on it. And then, yes, if you don't qualify financially, you will be able to come as well. I think that's awesome. Just everybody has an opportunity for medical health. It's it's not a luxury. It shouldn't be a luxury. And, you know, I think people would be surprised. I I know I was. that our patients, I was thinking they can come and they can get a physical or if they have a sore throat, they can be checked out. Our patients are chronically ill because they haven't had access to care. So they have diabetes that's in an advanced stage or they have seizure disorder or hypertension, all of these things that they're really sick and we do our best to get them healthy again. And if they'd taken preventative or had preventative options, it could have been a very different outcome, right? That would absolutely. And that was kind of one of our thrusts last year. We wanted to get people who are uninsured and still healthy to start coming in for a physical. So we really focused on um, some of the uh, companies that we know don't provide health insurance for their employees and just people in general in our community 
and it's worked. We, we've um, lowered our average age this year of our patients Good. Um, because we have people coming in that are younger just to have an annual physical and some lab work. If people aren't sure, how, do they, um, how can they get in contact or what should they do to see if they, they qualify? Um, they can come in without an appointment, don't know appointment needed, Monday through Thursday between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. If they can't come in because of work during those hours, all they have to do is give us a call and we'll, we'll work it out because we want to be able to see people. Um, and they just need to bring a picture ID. And it's a quick. It takes about 20 minutes um, if you qualify. And most people do. It's not – you don't have to be what we call poor. You know, it's – you don't make enough to be able to afford health insurance. And it's all based on family size yeah. and household income. Um, so they uh, do that paperwork. We then have them sit with one of our registered nurses, and we get a complete – health history and then we assign them to a primary care provider who stays as their primary care provider during their time so if you like your doctor you can keep your doctor that's right that's right yes that's awesome all right what's the website for them to check out uh flaglerfreeclinic.org and what's a good number for them to call uh 386-437-3091 all right terry thanks for coming in and we're looking forward to seeing some cool halloween pictures oh thank you so much daniel i really appreciate your support through the years anytime anytime Uh, and we want to thank coastal cloud joe wright and the quantum family of businesses wnzf news radio and flagler news weekly for making the show possible we hope you guys have a safe halloween and uh, we'll see you next week